We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Okay, you're making my case for me. Yes. Yep. You're making my case for me because how I would rank them would be one, Joe Matinho. <laughs> See, this is where you're making my case for me. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined in this Thursday, May 2nd by Jordan Cooper to talk about this weekend's Premier League slate. Jordan, you didn't play the Champions League slate this week. I mean, it's the Champions League semifinal, huge matches, um, which were really just an appetizer to this awesome three-game Premier League slate on Saturday. Right, the three games that uh, only one of them has any inkling of mattering. And it's the late game. Right. I, mean, I don't think it matters as far as lineups are concerned. Right. Most probably. But, I mean, we're getting to the point of the season. I mean, we, we've gotten to the point of we're the here. season yeah. where, where, I mean, it's not like, I mean, Cardiff, it's going to be tough for them to not be relegated. Mm-hmm. But at least they have a mathematical chance. But it, is it if they lose to Palace on Sunday that they're relegated? Yes. They, um, they're five points back. Okay. So, oh, so they have to win. They have to. One win. point won't even matter. Correct. Okay. So they have to win. Everyone yeah. else, but everyone else now, uh, outside of the top six teams, it's it's one of, it's one of the weird kind of last weeks of the season where I think there's there's more to be decided in like the Champions League spots in the Premier League than the relegation spots. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Man City and Liverpool are are going for the title, um, and if Man City wins out, it's theirs, and they have a easier schedule just in terms of not having to fit in a Champions League game in between. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a battle for this for the third and fourth spot, um, and then obviously Brighton and Cardiff are 
battling off relegation. I mean, Cardiff has a, I don't want to say they have a, a shot, but uh, Brighton plays Arsenal and Man City. And so it's there, but they have to win this weekend. Right. I also don't want to downplay because while we'll say, oh, they have nothing to play for, like these teams that are in the mid table, uh, they still have to play for money. Like the club, the clubs do get more money depending on their placement in the table. Yeah, but you know who doesn't get that money? The players, right? So, like, I, I understand, like, uh, oh, obviously they want to finish higher because they make more money, and it's like, well, the guys who are actually on the field probably don't make any more money. And but that being said, like, I'm always one who sides on the whole, like, these guys are professional athletes; they've been hyper-competitive their entire career. Like, they're not going to go in and just, like, loaf it. I mean, it takes, like, a special circumstance for guys to just give up. And so, like, I expect every team that goes out will want to will want to win. Right, but I'm, I'm a little bit more concerned on, like, the rotation and who gets subbed off, like, those types of things, more so than who's going to win the game. I, I mean, I guess, but, like, there's really no— if, if you, quote-unquote, have nothing to play for— or you just want to play, you know, like, what's the reason to have guys sub off? Because you want to give young kids a shot? That's it? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends. A lot of times we see the last the last uh, uh, game of the season, you know, Sunday, everyone plays at once, and you really get no surprises. I, that was just about it's to like, say that. We, we prepare so much for all of these other guys that might play, and the lineups come out, and yeah, it's the same guys every time. Right, except for it's, sometimes it's like one team. That's like, oh, they're throwing out their youth team. Like, out of the blue. And, yeah. But it's only, like, one team that does it, and everyone else is, like, the wol- like Wolves. Like, they'll, it doesn't matter. It seems like they'll, they'll put out the same starting 11 no matter what. Right. Right. But they'll be the team. What will end up happening yeah, next exactly. Sunday is they'll be the team. <laughs> you'll see Adam Atreori. You'll oh, see Helta Costa. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see all the, all the, the yeah. subs. Right. Yeah. That'll be the team. Good luck in that king of the pitch. We'll get to them. Let's talk about this Saturday slate. But they are the biggest favorite this Saturday. They are. They are. Uh, that's what happens when you play Fulham at home. But also what happens when there's two other games with crappy teams on it also. <laughs> that applies as well. So so Wolves are a minus 175. Current, these are pinnacle lines. Favorite at home to Fulham. Uh, the totals in these games are not low. They're not low, yeah. They're not really low. Uh, but two and three quarters. Uh, then we got uh, West Ham at home, plus 134 against Southampton. That's almost a three total. Yeah, biggest one. And then the Cardiff at home to uh, Crystal Palace. They're slight, very slight. Favored. Plus 160. Lowest total, but it's still two and a half. Mm-hmm. So, lo- so looking at this, I mean, you go you go to the to the player pool. And you you know it's 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 a it's a pretty crappy slate where the highest priced player is uh, Diogo Jota. Yeah, mm-hmm. number one. And these Wolves players, it seems like like last week. Oh, okay, fine. They, they were like the least popular team to play. Yet if you played them, it, they'll pay off their salary. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. What does it matter? Well, last week, last week I did it really well. I did I did the dinky do. Yeah, you did. I saw that. I did. I didn't play Gilfie Sigurdsson. I did Hoylett and Redmond. Both got fourteen points. Mm-hmm. Redmond got fourteen even with the assist. So that's eight eight floor points as it was. Yeah, he's a beast. Right. So uh, looking at this slate, I uh, to me, I I find it as a repeat mm-hmm. type of uh, construction. Yeah. <laughs> Just without and actually, you didn't have Ryan Fraser last week, so yeah. It's no, because he didn't start, similar. and then he came. That's what I mean, in. yeah. Which so screwed everyone well, with Redmond David Hoyland? Brooks. Uh, I don't think you do that exactly, but you do something like that. I think the pricing uh, this week is fairly soft. I agree. And I think soft on certain players that I just don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Some players that I don't even like that I don't understand why that I'm going to probably have to roster. <laughs> because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I agree with you right. on that one. It's Typically, favorites of you. Favorites of yours that are not necessarily my types of players, but given the situation and the construction that you can make, uh, I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, in I cash think, at least. I think the the pricing 
in terms of uh, players relative to others, at least in order, is uh, is fair, like it's accurate. Right. Um, but I think I think if they if they wanted to make it a little bit more challenging, they would have like the price bumps to like Diogo Jota would have happened to other players. Exactly. So I think the reason why it's soft is because you're literally not even thinking about the the five highest price guys. Or yeah, most likely. Maybe yeah, absolutely. One but I mean, I something think like that. When you ignore maybe maybe the that maybe many. the pricing looks like this because they're treating Wolves as a minus one seventy five favorite on the slate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're the biggest favorite substantially enough that you know why. Uh, well, Jimenez has the highest anytime goal scoring odds, but it's still fifty percent, right? Plus one hundred, nine thousand. Sure, sure, play GPP, but I mean they're they're goal dependent at these prices, especially. I mean oh, Jota yeah. has more of a floor, but are you going to pay ninety four hundred no. at a forward slot when there are plenty of midfielders to pay up for? Oh yeah, pay quote uh, at least up enough for right that have higher floors. And are less goal dependent. Mm-hmm. The answer is so no, yeah. I look close. at I look at Jota, Jimenez, Antonio. Like Townsend doesn't start anymore. Shane Long is eighty one hundred for yeah, no Shane reason. Shane Long is Lock City at eighty one hundred. Well, I mean, he scored last week. Of course, he did. That's a uh, two. Um, he's scored four out of five games. Right, he was like two percent owned last week. Mm-hmm. Because who in their right mind is going to pay over $8,000 for Shane Long? He's the hottest goal scorer in the Premier League. (sighs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) My favorite is that the, I guess he was on the bench for one. He came, he scored off the bench. But when you look at his like game logs, it's like he had the first two games of his game, of his goal streak. He scored 12 and a half and 13. Right, because he has no floor. He doesn't do anything else. Yeah, 18 and three quarters last week with his goal. But no, of course. Can you, you tell? Can Shane you tell Long. me an actual reason why you'd play Shane Long at eighty one hundred when you could play Danny Ings at fifty three hundred? You didn't even have to finish the. You didn't have to include the salaries in that conversation, right? Like, you know, you're right. Shane, you... If they switched salaries, I'm not playing Shane Long. No, I'm more likely to play Shane Long at fifty three hundred if Danny Ings is eighty one hundred. No. But that would make more sense to me, at least. No. But Shane Long is actually scoring goals. That's why Ings, has a, Ings actually has a floor of something. It's weird to hear from you. Well, in comparison to what we're looking at. Yeah. yeah. And also comparison to the price tag of 5,300. No like yeah. I still, I still prefer when we're talking about the, the Southampton forward eligible players, long Redmond Ings, like Redmond 7,300. I prefer Redmond over Ings, like price not being a factor. But not for two thousand more. Agreed. I mean, I played Red. That's why I said I probably Redmond last week, but Redmond was sixty three hundred last week. Yep. And Ings was what fifty seven hundred. Like yeah, Bur- yeah, it was it was more expensive, but not two thousand more expensive. Right. right. And I think Ings could pay off his his price tag at fifty three. I mean, five I points. Agree. Like, well, what do you need? You fill a forward spot. I think Long, I'll either give you two points them. or 12. Right. You're not looking at anybody else in between them, though? Oh, of course I am. Oh, okay. I mean, since we're talking about Southampton guys, yeah, yeah. I might as well okay. talk about Southampton guys. Uh, I think Zaha is viable, but not optimal. I think he's efficiently priced at 7800 in this game. I agree. If you play him at 7800 okay, but I... I the midfielders that are that price, I'd rather play the midfielders. Mm-hmm. I think what you'll find this slate, for, for cash at least, is that any forward at the price that you're looking at in the high end, there's a midfielder you'd rather play that has a higher floor. And then the forwards that are cheaper that you're filling to fill a forward spot, there's no requisite midfielder that is all that really better to play. I think that's... Accurate. I think at that point, you almost rather play some of the high-priced defenders. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I like Danny Ings, I'm playing because he fills a forward slot at 5,300, but I'd rather play a defender at that price. You're really going to play I'd, Danny Ings in cash? 
Me? Yeah. Why not? I think you know the answer to that. Because I'm me? Yeah. I play gold-dependent people and stuff like this at that price. Why not? You were about to say all the time, and then you realized that was crazy. No, it's not all the time. Yeah. It's not all the time. <laughs> uh, but I could, I, could, I could understand. I think he's vi- another viable, efficiently priced type of guy is Ryan Babel. No. Oh, Babel, sorry. Not yeah, the, well, who, who not you the think I was Ryan say? I thought you were going to say. Oh. What, do you think Mitrovic? No, no, no. I thought you were going to say Ryan Sessegnon. Oh, as I was down well, in the Danny Ings. That's thing. the that's the real dinky do. Yeah, that's yeah. the dinky dinky dinky. Yeah, I agree. You on could forty eight hundred. You, I mean, he has a, he he looks like you should have a higher floor, but he really doesn't. Yeah. But if you're desperate to fill a spot, I mean, I'd still rather take Ings over Sessignon. I agree. Away to Wolves versus Southampton to to West Ham. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wouldn't fault you. I mean, it's forty eight hundred. How much do you do you need? You're you're what, kind of just punting the forward spot at that point. What's the difference between Ings and Marco Arnautovic? Arnautovic is uh, more susceptible to injury. <laughs> oh, that, that, I don't know from Danny Ings. <laughs> okay, maybe that, that slightly. That, that I shouldn't really be saying that. No, not really. I could I could understand if he play Arnautovic if he starts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. I think Ings and has I would a higher call you floor a than Arnautovic. crazy, but I would I would positively recognize that craziness of playing Arnautovic and Ings. So you'd play both of them? I think I would un, I would applaud anybody who had the balls to do it. Okay, it's, it's I, not. I don't. It's, it's not crazy. You're right. I, I don't do it, but it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. We skipped down because I guess we were at Babel, but there's a different guy who's, I think, the best forward on the slate. And it's not Mitrovic. No. no I, I, nor do I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think Fulham have a tougher matchup against Wolves than they have the past couple of games. Mm-hmm. I actually think this is one of, one of the tougher games. Mm-hmm. I'm less inclined. I, I mean... Yeah, the past two games, Mitrovic has not put in as many shots as he has. And those are easier matchups. Right. But I wouldn't fault you if you played Mitrovic. I mean, if, if you, hey, if you're going to play Danny Ings at 5,300, if you're going to play Arnautovic at 5,600, I mean, Mitrovic at 6,700, ain't, ain't, that ain't crazy. But I think, I think the, the best play is above him. Exactly. The guy that I played last week that mm-hmm. apparently not many other people played. Yeah. Junior Hoyland. Yeah. In a must-win game. I'm in. I agree. I think he's the best forward for cash games. For a floor, yes. I would I would agree with you. Yeah. I think he, it's him and somebody else. Well, that's why I think you're, you're doing something like Coilet Ings. Yeah, you could. But I could I could understand. See, the problem is once you pay up at forward, you're mid, there are midfielders that you could play. There, oh, sure. there are actually more midfield. There are more midfielders to play than than you have spots. Yes. Like there are midfield where it's like, oh, I now have to make a decision between three people, and I could only take one of them. Right. Type of decisions. I don't want to say no. I'd rather take a forty five hundred dollar midfielder so I could play Ryan Babel or Wilf Zaha. Agreed. Or even Mitrovic. Like you could do like Hoyland Mitrovic, and you're probably pricing yourself out of a third midfielder in a decent, you know, mid to high range. Mm-hmm. Or you're pricing yourself or you're playing two really cheap defenders, which like last week was not, was not the optimal. Yeah. I made that case last week. I made the case of fading Sigurdsson and paying up for three defenders. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. And I think it's a very similar week this week. Not necessarily that you're paying up for three defenders. That I don't think there's any any need whatsoever to pay up at forward. Yeah, but there's not a player on this slate like Sigurdsson. Right. So someone that looks good in duds. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't think, think he was that great of a play good. last week. I didn't. I made the case for it last week. No, I People know. People did it anyway. 
But I'm saying I think there's no there's no comp on this slate to Sigurdsson from last. No, week. no, you're not going. Well, if I do that, I can't play Diogo Jota. It, right, exactly. Well, I'm not crying if I'm not playing Diogo Jota at 9400. Right. The funny thing is, is that like what what is the price that you would have played Jota in cash? 7800. Come really? 7500. It would be cash playable. They play him over on the Babel slate? or Zaha or Mitrovic. He'd be in the conversation at least. Mm. Same for Jimenez. You'd give Jimenez at under 8K. Okay. It becomes less crazy. Right. We're still on the crazy perfectly scale. Perfectly fine GBP options. Yeah, we're oh, still sure. on you're right. You're still we're still on the crazy scale. Yeah. Just like Antonio. If he starts eighty five hundred, I don't I don't know how you do that in cash. I agree. But obviously, he could score a goal. I mean, any of these people could score a goal. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're doing in GPP. Like in GPP, fine, go after the goals. That's no big deal. But if you're doing that in catch, you have to like get. You either have to run perfectly, or you're dead. Like, there's no way Antonio has enough of a floor to pay off 8,500 without scoring a goal. Right. And same for Jimenez, and same for Jota. I could see like Zaha could get eight points. On his own. He can. Babel could get six, seven. He can. Mm-hmm. I don't see Jimenez get... I don't see a situation where Jimenez gets eight points in the middle. It's like it's either going to be three or it's going to be 15. Do you know how many That's he had worth last that week? price tag. How many did he have last week? You're going to make it sound like, like, no, well, he did it last week. Seven and a half. Plus a goal. Okay, well, there you go. Well, you said Plus not eight, okay. so I think you were, you're still in the clear. Well, not okay. Seven so and a half you, is not eight. Right. All those people who miss the cash line by half a point can appreciate that. Well, you have, to, you have to rely on a lot of shots. That's all you're relying on. Right. And that he puts them on goal because he doesn't take ten shots. He's going to have to put four or five on goal. Right. So who's the best midfielder? I don't think there's a best. I agree. I think there's just a lot of people to play, and you're going to play three of them. I think there are four worth considering. I'm sorry, five worth considering, and I didn't really they, consider th- two of them. Okay. It, this was are, actually pretty easy for me. Okay. Are they? They're they're all seven k and above. Right? Yes. Okay. That. Then we're all on the same page. Yes. And once you go below seven k, you're in. You're in dire straits. I actually think there are a lot of guys that you can play, but they're not worth giving up on the other guys. On the midfield spots. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Like you'll I mean, get, a, you'll, you'll have guys fight, you'll, who are 5K that'll get you six points, but the six points won't be enough. Or they won't or they won't consistently get you six points enough. They like they could get you six. They could also get you one and a half. Sure. I mean, there's always down at the bottom, there's always the 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 Tom Carity type. There's right. always the four K guys. That, that if you're punting in a utility spot better than a defender and you th- throw them in, they get four points and you're fine. Okay, I get it. I just don't think the construction works this late. I agree. Like that. Because that also means you're paying up at forward. Yep. And it's like pay up at forward so you can play a risky 4K guy rather than just, just grab all the floor you can with like three 7K plus guys. Yes. And I think the options, you, you could, what, you said there were five? Five. Let, let me check. One, two, three. And you're absolutely right. There are. <laughs> I yep. thought maybe you missed some. Uh, you missed some. Uh, I thought maybe there was six, and I'm going to have to make a case for the sixth guy. No. And I'm probably going to have to make a case for the fifth guy. Um, there's, prob- I, there's probably I will one make guy a that... case for you for the fifth guy, but he is one of the two that I didn't consider. That you, well, you had to have considered he's part of the five. Right, but I'm saying, like, when I looked at these five, I was like, if— Price didn't matter which five would I take, and they're so close that price basically doesn't matter, and he was uh, fourth of the five. And I could fit three. I took the three happily. Okay, so the five are James Ward-Prowse at Mm 8,300, Robert Snodgrass, Mm -hmm. Mm 7,900, Luka Milivojevic at Mm 7,700, Victor Camarasa at 7,600, and Joe Matinho at 7,100. Yes. And how how would you rank those five? I had Ward Prowse, Snodgrass, and Milivojevic as the top three. And I think 
I, I can't figure out if I don't want to play Camarasa because I don't want to play Camarasa and Hoylet, and I'm much more likely to play Hoylet, especially because it's a forward. And I probably put Matinho ahead of Camarasa because in a game where Wolves should dominate and they can win a bunch of corners, and that's the only way he scores fantasy points, I could understand thinking you'll get a 10-cross game out of Jao Matinho. But I still so don't think he's better than Ward-Prowse, Snodgrass, or Milivojevic. Okay, because you're making my case for me. Yes, yep. You're making my case for me because how I would rank them would be one, Joe Matinho. <laughs> See, this is where you're making my case for me. Uh, two, Robert Snodgrass. Three, Milivojevic. Oh. Four, Ward-Prowse. Then Kamaras. Uh, did I miss someone? Who did I miss? Did I miss Stodgrass? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think still think Kamaras is the last. I, I think agree. He's I agree with that. But all you have to do is tell me, uh, Wolves are minus 175 favorite mm-hmm. uh, against Fulham. That's all you have at to home. say. And he's the, he's the Monopoly set-piece taker. And he's the cheapest out of all five of them. Mm-hmm. You can't get a higher floor than that. He he has the least likelihood of scoring a goal. Out you of could even of argue of doing anything else. Anything else? You're you're tr- you're right. Mm-hmm. But for seventy one hundred, can I can I lock in eight points? I I give it to me. Just give it to me. Do you know how many crosses he had when they played Fulham earlier this year? Oh, that was earlier this year. I know. Who cares about okay. earlier? How many? Two. Okay, well, that was earlier this year. Hold on, hold on. But in classic Giamatino fashion, he got he two there. assists. Nope, he, he did not have two assists, but he had six tackles won and two fouls drawn for an even 10 points. See? just like, And it'll happen just like it did earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> See, I could use it both ways. I could say, Absolutely. well, that was early. I Absolutely. could discount it because it was earlier this yeah. year. And then if it's good, I could say, well, just well, like he it obviously was earlier knows this the team year. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're playing Matinho over Ward-Prowse? Yes. Okay. I think Ward-Prowse um, is behind Snodgrass and Milivojevic. I would agree with you. I Yeah. That, that, uh, isn't this my ranking? I thought you ranked them the first. No, I said those, those three, I think, were just in a tier ahead of Matinho oh. and Camarasa. Oh. He, just, he was first in the salary. I think those... Th- I, I don't think there's a... Humongous difference between those three. Um, you obviously think Matinho is better than the than all of them, and I think he's actually just behind, pr- but. price uh, price wise, he's the cheapest. Yeah, I the, and he's plays for the biggest favorite. I don't think I need. Uh, it's not a meaningful difference. Okay, the salaries that's, don't even matter at this point. That's what I mean, right? It's, but just you're really good. it's the difference of going up and down at at, at one a position that spot. I can't predict. Right, and and, it, and, you, and when I say up or down, it's not even up or down like, oh, now I have to take a $3,200 center back. Right. So now I have to take a $4,200 fullback instead of this $4,900 fullback. Like, it's not yeah. that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. The, the only, the, the, I side with Matinho, then Milivojevic, because I just have to admit, Milivojevic just, Monopoly is set pieces, and like, don't Luka pretend just there's always gets else. there. Yeah, don't pretend he always he else. just gets there. How does he get there all the time? Every time. Even last week he shouldn't have gotten there. He got a yellow card, and I'm like, oh, here's the week he doesn't get there. The way that I, the way, when I play him, mm-hmm. he doesn't get there. No, and, and he wasn't even bailed out with a penalty. He still no. got not ten points. Yeah, with a yellow card. Yeah, and he play. I don't know. He plays ninety minutes every single game. So and he's playing Cardiff. So come on. See, I'm I'm I'm, I'm ranking these guys based on. Like perceived safety, yeah. And I'm using the I'm, and I'm admittedly using the term perceived before to say that that may not be the best way to view it. Mm-hmm. It was like what what how many ways could this person go wrong? And I'm looking for the fewest. And I'm like, okay, how many ways could could Ward Prowse go wrong? Uh, well, plenty of ways. He could Bertrand could take all the set pieces mm-hmm. first off. Uh, yeah, Ward Prowse, they, 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 I mean, if he's not crossing the ball, he's not doing anything. Mike Matinho. Or he's not taking a free kick. Yeah. 
I agree that he has the the most volatile floor. Snodgrass okay. also. Yep. So from a minutes perspective, he's the one out of all these five, the most likely not to play ninety minutes. Oh, he's going to have a, like seven points at halftime, and, and then, then come off, off at sixty-three. Of yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. Camarasa. Similar. I mean, he came off. I don't know how you would pay seventy six hundred for Camarasa, even in this like must win game when you have these other midfielders. Right. Well, also, I I, I lean on the fact that if I'm going to play Hoylet, I'm not going to play two Cardiff. Players. Right. How much Cardiff do you want? <laughs> right. The answer is. And if I'm playing another Cardiff player, I right, I played a fullback or something. I mean, I I don't want to I don't want to tie up uh, uh, almost fifteen thousand in salary on Cardiff. Exactly. But in a vacuum, I mean, Camarasa is in. If if you were to play him in out of, if you were to play any three of these players in your midfield spots, great. I mean, but I think that's the construction. I think as as of now, without looking at like something unexpected in the starting 11s. Yeah, like that seems like that's what you do. Because I mean, uh, even at forward, even if you pay up, even if you do like Zaha and Redmond or something like that, you did two seven k, you could still pay for three of these guys. You're going down to two defender spots, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I mean, you he can, can still do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So underneath these guys, I mean, it's it seems like underneath these guys, like. Everyone is either not playing or just slightly too expensive for, like, why are you paying that price for that guy? I'm not sure there's really anybody that you would want to play. Like, if all of these guys were 3,900, you still probably wouldn't want to play them. No, they'd still be a filler. Like, I don't, like, why am I paying 6,000 for Hoiberg? That's crazy. Like, that seems stupid. Why am I paying uh, 6,500 for Josh Murphy? Right. If he's in or something. It's fifty two hundred for Max Meyer, fifty two hundred for five thousand for Ruben Neves. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I like? Yeah, he's great as a four K crapper type of play, but five K, like, what? What makes him any better than a four K player? Nothing. Unless you're playing Mark Noble for the penalties at forty five hundred. About your boy Jean Michael Suri at four thousand. He's not. He's not playing. No. I'd consider. I. I consider him if he started. But I mean, it's it's an opportunity cost. I'm wasting a midfield spot. Exactly. Right. If you want to play Kyron Kearney or Lamina, if he's in, I mean, all these. I mean, just like we said before, you can play whatever. Like, just I don't know how how you what spot you're putting this guy in that you like. This would these would be GPP lineups. I can see GPP lineups where you're playing a Jimenez, when you're playing an Antonio or even a eighty one hundred dollars Shane Long. And then you have to, yes, you have to play a 4K utility guy. But I just don't see it in cash. What cash lineup would have a 4K utility guy in it? Zaha, Babel, Ward Prowse, Snodgrass, and then a 4K guy? Yeah. That just doesn't seem optimal. And then to pay up for two. Well, I mean, it, it's viable. Well, you know how it Two happens. decent defenders. It, yeah, you pay up for Bertrand because Ward Prowse isn't starting. So right. you're playing Snodgrass Milivojevic and then another high-priced defender. Right. They're playing Joe Bryan and and Bertrand and um, Tom Kearney with Zaha and somebody Hoylet. Right. That still it still doesn't seem optimal. There's enough guys. Like out of those five guys, you're going to be able to play three of them. Yes. It's not like you're going to go in and go all five guys are not in the lineup. I mean, like. Right, I I can see a situation where Snodgrass doesn't start. Sure, right. I mean, you could sit. You could see a situation where one of the maybe not maybe not Milivojevic and not Matinho. But I can see a situation where Camarasa doesn't start. I don't see why he wouldn't, but I can see a situation where Snodgrass doesn't start. He's not started before. Mm-hmm. What do you do when Hoylet doesn't Ward start? Ward Prowse. Well, what do you do? Well, it's the late game. That means you just. Uh, Cry, Christian Benteke time. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's the main problem with with Hoylet, But yeah, but I don't see any reason he's started. He's started. He started every game since February twenty second. It would be seem crazy to now pull him when you need a win, right? 
Especially after they 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 left him on and they pulled Camarasa. Right. In the last game. No, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't start. I mean, he he's played 90 most of these games. Mm-hmm. The last time he didn't start was was the 22nd against Watford. Yeah. Then he started the 26th against Everton and then started every game since. But if you, hey, if you don't want to play him and you want to play Danny Ings and Marko Arnautovic, then fine, then do that. <laughs> then you have to, you don't have to worry. Then you don't have to worry. <sighs> Defense? I think most people, most of these guys are efficiently priced. I agree. I, I think Joe Bryan's the best defender. Yep, that's where I was looking. Fifty four hundred. I think not, Bertrand I'm not makes sure sense why too. people didn't play. Th- yeah, no, Brian and Bertrand. I, I I don't know why people didn't did not play him in cash last week. They just don't like. Just 12 they, Holobus was in. Aldinia, Holobus, Brian. Like you're getting five K defender eligible players that have set pieces. Like you just take it. That's what Joe Brian has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I'd like to credit you but for me, being I a little Joe, early on Joe Bryan. I think I think a lot of sharp people were a little early on Joe Bryan. It wasn't just me. You're the only one on the podcast, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, people are like, "Who's going to take set pieces?" And they're like, "Well, Babel's there and Sessignon's there." And then I start. Lo- I, I I I look. I look at the stats, and I go, "Well, they're splitting them." But Joe Bryan always seems to have two or three of them. Mm-hmm. And then you see, depending on which side it's on, and then last game, it didn't even matter. Like, uh, like Joe Bryan had most of them, and Babel had, like, two or three of them. No, Kearney took some, too. 4-3-3. Babel, Bryan, Kearney okay. last week. Right, but Bryan also crosses an open play. Yep. I, yeah, I they're the biggest underdog, whatever. Right, but, I mean, I, I view Joe Bryan now as, like, a, that type of player. A Dean Holobus style. Mm-hmm. High praise, but I mean, the, all all these guys up here are are fun. like I, the Southampton fullbacks, Valerie and Bertrand, mm-hmm. the the Wolves fullbacks. I was just about to say them, Doherty and Johnny. And it, hey, if Vinagre gets the start, I know he's fifty three hundred. He's he's efficiently priced at fifty three hundred. Mm-hmm. If he were to play, and you can afford two of these guys, you can. Yeah. I almost don't think yeah you don't have to go b- b- below that. I think but you you don't you could take a defender no no cheaper than Bertrand and be fine. I'm not sure you I don't can think... do that with three midfielders. No, you can. Depends on the forwards that you take. Um... Trust me, I'm it's in my dummy lineup. I could see it. Hmm. That's why I said the pricing is really soft. Yeah. I'm putting people in. And I'm going. Oh, like I don't even have to pay down a goalkeeper. Oh, you know what changes it? <clears throat> Ward Prowse and Matinho. That's the difference. Uh, see, my rankings. That's what's doing it. There you go. Right? I, I'm going to put my higher rank, $7,100 guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know who your second defender is if you play Ward Prowse over Matinho? Because I'm guessing we're looking at a very similar lineup. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess it's it's probably Patrick Van Anholt. Bam! <laughs> People going to go back to that for 4K? So that's what it is. Would you rather Van Anholt? And Ward Prowse, it's a lot of last names, versus Matinho and Bertrand. Uh, I'll take Matinho and Bertrand. Of course. Well, you would take Matinho and Harry Maguire. Right. He's not on the slate. Who's going to be Talented. starting on the? Who's going to be starting on the other side for Fulham? Adoy's out. Fosa Mensa's out. I mean, Christie. What's on a wrong on foot? Side? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that I'm assuming so. Yeah, that's what they did last game. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him a good play. No. A wrong-footed Christie. Right. Although he got the assist. Uh, okay. But I mean, he's the biggest. I mean, like the only reason I'm playing Joe Bryan on Fulham is because, like, he has set piece responsibility. He's actually, yeah, it, right. He's a good player. He's an active, right, he's a good player. But, like, I'd rather play Joe Bennett. 
over Cyrus Christie. No, you just played Patrick Van Ahl. Why? Because he never disappoints. Have you? No, ever he always him? disappoints. Have you? Have you ever really played him and been upset? The one time I played him, I didn't. I wasn't upset. And then the other time I played him, it was hard. I mean, like, so you can't be get your one point, or right? Nothing. But you can't ever be upset because you know that's exactly what's happening. I think anything right. over zero no, what, is actually the, just icing on the cake. Right, and whenever he's mega chalk, he scores a goal. Right, right, right. Because that's the time that I had him. Mm-hmm. So how could you not play this guy all the time? Because you don't have to. <laughs> right. You play Patrick Van Anhold at four thousand when there's like no one else to play, <laughs> and you're four, and it's like. I can't go any further than 4K on a defender. And you're like, well, either I play Van Anholt or I'm playing Willie Bolly. And then you go, no, I'll, I'll play Van Anholt. Right. And then Bolly scores his goal. Well, anyone could score a goal. Mm-hmm. Even Patrick Van Anholt. Uh, what do you do at goalkeeper on this three-game slate? Play whoever you want. Hmm. Does it really matter at this point? No. You There's know a big who comes gap, into though. this game with three straight clean sheet wins? <laughs> Sergio Rico. That's right. <laughs> 3,800 is the cheapest goalkeeper. Yeah. 13, but there's a 19 big gap. and a half, 26. But there's a big gap, though. Like, if Sergio Rico to Angus Gunn is yeah. 800. Yeah. There's nothing in the middle. You could... I, I see no reason why you can't play Rico. I agree. And for, even from a correlation perspective, like you could play Matinho with him, mm-hmm. floor-wise, and if you're not playing the uh, overpriced Diota Jimenez or anything like that, then fine, play Rico. The goalkeeper. But I don't even know. If you, I don't even know if you have to pay all the way down to 3,800. It really depends on what forwards you play and what exact midfielders you play. Like whether or not you're playing James Ward-Prowse over Snodgrass over Camara, like that's what I mean by the difference of that, like 400, 600. Right. Because you may, like I've got everyone I want, and then you only have 4,400 left for a goalkeeper. And it's like, well, there's no one there. Like you're going to have to go down to 3,800. Or you may be at a point where you're left with 4,900, and you're like, now, it, at that point, it doesn't matter. If you don't want to take Etheridge at 4,900, then just leave 200 on the table and take Guaita. And then fi- fine. You don't have to spend all your money. Mm-hmm. Do you think Patricio is worth it for 5,700? Sure. Sure. The <laughs> <laughs> sure, he could be. Was that the analysis you weren't looking? You were looking? Right. Sure, he could be. He could be. Problem is, is that if I don't play James Ward-Prowse, I end up on Lucas Fabianski. Mm. That game scares me. That game when I even you, with Ings? you think what? No, no. I, I when you think West Ham Southampton, you go okay, that's a two and a half, right? And then you look at the at the sports book lines, and there's like almost three, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't want to take a goalkeeper from one of these games. Yeah. When I predict, when I'm like, okay, this is probably yeah, two and a half, leaning over. Like, I'm, I'm expecting, like, all the games to be around there. And then it's like, no, nah, no, nah, this is getting closer to three. Like, yeah, it's Lucas Fabianski. What do I expect? Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, well, if I don't take Fabianski, I'm going to take Etheridge. I'm like, I'm going to take the Cardiff keeper. <laughs> really? Win. Right. And they're more expensive than the opposing keeper. Right. The Cardiff keeper, right, you're taking Etheridge, who's more expensive than Guaita. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the day, you do that in your head for about a minute, and you go, "It's goalkeeper. What does it matter? No matter what choice I make, it's either gonna, it's gonna, de- it's gonna decide the slate, and I'm not gonna know why." Mm-hmm. How often do you think? Um, this is. I'll have to explain this question. How often do you think salary plays into goalkeeper selection in terms of zeroing out a lineup? Not as much as you think. No, you don't think so? Like, if you were like, I'm going to play Angus Gunn, and, oh, he's a little bit more. But whatever, I'm going to play Angus Gunn at 4,600, and then you look up, and you have 300 left, and you're like, I could get Etheridge, 
and you just go to Etheridge because you can. You don't think that happens that often? I think I think it happens less often than you think. Okay. But I think it's more of the 100-200 range. Right. I mean, I saw I saw it last week. I mean, I was I was head to heads or whatever, where people had, you know, forty five hundred left, and they had Dubrovka at forty four hundred. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. But was there a forty five hundred option? No, there wasn't. That's what I mean. But I'm saying, when, if there's one, oh, if there within, was an option, yeah. How often do you know. think people change just because they're like, well, this guy, the more expensive guy, must be better because he's more. I think I think stupid people do that. <laughs> But it's goalkeeper. How can you call them stupid? I, I can't. You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, that shouldn't be the reasoning. Right. But in these specific cases, I I tend to side, regardless of price, if I don't care either way, I'd rather go with the homekeeper. Mm-hmm. So, like, in this specific example of, well, Angus Gunn or, or Etheridge, it's like, if they were the same, pro- I mean, I'm just I'll give me the homekeeper. Okay, like that. That's still fine, but it wouldn't be the tight. Let's say the roadkeeper was the forty nine hundred dollar goalkeeper. I then I'd still stay and I'll leave three hundred on the table. Right. I'll stay with the homekeeper. Like I'm less considering price than the other factors, but all the factors that I'm talking about are coin flips. Sure. Are like things that like. Like over the long run, most likely, um, a homekeeper is going to do better. Mm-hmm. This specific week, who knows? Who knows? Right? No yeah. one knows. And then it's some very people different th- from other weeks. Yeah, but some people may view the opposite and go, "I go with the, the roadkeeper, more likely to see shots. Mm-hmm. They're going to not less likely to have the clean sheet or the win, but I maybe I guarantee myself six points on on shots on saves. But that's how stupid goalkeeper is. Right. That's why I said if you go all the way down to Rico, I, I, I if you go all the way down to Rico and leave twelve hundred on the table, I can't say that isn't that isn't an option, <laughs> right? You go, I, I'm going to take the safety in saves from Rico, even though I know he's going to give up a goal, but I'll have four saves. And at least I'll get four points or six points or something. Where if I go up to Patricio and he concedes, I may have negative two. Yeah. I, if you play Guaita and I'm like, oh, why'd you do that? And you're like, I had 4,700 left. I understand that. Right. I understand. But yeah, I understand that also. That's my, that's my only way that I will understand why people pick goalkeeper. Like I, this is what I had left. That's the proper, but that's the reasoning. That's the right, but that's the right process. No, but I I mean, like if you have 4,700 left, you can have Guaita and every goalkeeper below him. And if you were like, I took him because I had 4,700 left and he was 4,700, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense right. to me. Well, that's right. But that's the proper way to think about it. But why not Isn't take that we, any... We always preach that... Go- but I'm just saying, if you had the it option... It doesn't matter. That's the point I'm making. It right. does... Whatever you read... I took him because he was higher alphabetically. Okay. <laughs> that, that, could, that could be sharp, perfectly... Sharp, sharp. Right? It does, does, it, does it matter? Like of I just, I, he had he, he has seven letters in his name, and mm-hmm. I prefer it's a lucky seven. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, whatever reasoning in your head you give on a position that has so high, much variance, like it if it it doesn't change your decision because the decision doesn't matter as much. So who cares? Who cares the reason? Why do you think we take two minutes on goalkeeper? Because just fill out the rest of your lineup and whatever fits fits. Um. <clears throat> So what? So I like so Rico on this weekend because he has four letters in his name, and the slate is being played on March on May fourth. Okay, there you go. Perfectly good reason. Mm-hmm. It's as good of a reason as if you dived into the stats and then get negative two for no reason. Right. It's the same thing. It's it's one of the things that I I I, I preach a lot on my periscopes, and what I say about like when I say I don't look at the stats like on other sports, especially like in baseball or in basketball. It doesn't mean I don't look at the stats. It doesn't mean I'm like I'm not looking at all. It's like I'm looking for things that will affect my decisions, not things that will not be a factor in my decisions. Right. So, if in goalkeeper, the biggest factor in my decision at goalkeeper is in soccer, DFS, 
is what I've done in the rest of my lineup. <laughs> right? That is the biggest factor in my decision at goalkeeper. I don't start at what goalkeeper do I want and then fill out the rest of my lineup. I literally don't fill out goalkeeper at all. Or I put the minimum price goalkeeper so I know that that's the, the most amount of salary I could spend right, in right. the rest of my lineup. And then I fill out the rest of my lineup and go, how much do I have left and who can I get? And that's the biggest factor in my decision of goalkeeper. So if that's my biggest factor, why am I, what, what stats can I look at that's going to affect that decision? The stats that would matter more are the stats of the other players in my lineup. The decision on goalkeeper and whether or not I play Rico or uh, Fabianski is the difference of whether or not I want to play Moutinho or Ward-Prowse. It's a $1,200 difference on both players. Yeah. So that's the decision that, like, it's not what goalkeeper I'm playing. It's what midfielder I'm playing. Right. So in the same way in other sports where it's like, well, do you play th- this outfielder or that outfielder? And one has a 58% fly ball rate versus this type of pitcher versus 54%. Like, is that so so small of a difference that it's going to dramatically change your decision? No. It's probably going to matter on, like, well, are, do you ha- what are the other players in your lineup that you're stacking? What are you like? What what other things are you doing where the difference of a four percent fly ball rate is not going to matter as much as uh, do you have four Oakland players? Mm-hmm. Like those are the things, and that's I think what we talk about and the kind of the irony of how we review the goalkeeper position from week to week of play whoever you want is not like like it's not an analysis. It's more of the fact of like the biggest decision you will make regarding your goalkeeper position is the rest of your lineup. Yeah, we you, you should really whatever's change it. left. We should change it to play fine. whoever's left. Yeah, not play whoever you want. Right, play whoever's left. Whoever. Right. Sounds better. You're right. I guess the you want is more the play, other playing whoever I want would be no one. I'd rather play, play no one. <laughs> play tears. Oh, they don't have that anymore. All right. Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. We're available in the Rotowire Discord as well. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat if you're a subscriber and would like to chat with us. Um, next week, we're going to be previewing the, the big uh, final game week of the season. It's Sunday. Everybody plays at the same time. Jordan will be going for uh, the king of the pitch as well. Um, so come back for that. And Jordan... Good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.